Hi, my name is Jyoti Bhattrai, and this podcast is by a medical student who is already a doctor. My intention with this podcast is to bring into positive vibes and show that if you try and put efforts in, nothing is impossible. I will be sharing my stories from both the medical schools and differences, similarities, and fun things surrounding medical schools. There will be interviews as well. So, let's begin with this episode. Hello everyone, my name is Jyoti. Uh, welcome to Med School 2.0 podcast. I'm very thankful for each and every one of you who's listening to this podcast. Uh, I really do appreciate all of you. I uh, just wanted to introduce myself. Um, so, originally I'm from Nepal. Uh, it's a very small country in between two giants, India and China. Home is Louisiana. Uh, currently, I am in New York uh, doing my medical school. The reason to start this podcast is uh, amalgamation of uh, so many things. And to be very honest with you, there are so many things that I want to share. And I have a little bit of idea where should I start. But as I'm saying things... There are millions of things that I want to say and share. Uh, hopefully, it all makes sense to you. Um, to name a few things why I always wanted to share my story, how a working critical care physician uh, is doing medical school again, and why did I chose this path. Uh, to be very honest with you, I was told to go into nursing. I was told to go into physician assistant programs, which I have utmost respect for all of them. But I wanted to do this. I always believed, or at least when when my understanding of being a doctor or being a physician came into place there was nothing else i wanted to do uh, i mean to think of it isn't it interesting that a guy who's working is again a medical student it is right if you had asked me at that point of time would i go into a medical school again i would say that is next to impossible for me but here i am i'm a i'm a rising second year medical student at NYITCOM, which is uh, New York Institute of Technology College of Osteopathic Medicine. And by the way, this school is not affiliated to my podcast. But I'm thankful and I have utmost gratitude towards the school that accepted me as a medical student again. Um, I can never thank them enough. I mean, I am in this position doing this podcast because of the school and I will be forever grateful and thankful to the school. Uh, back in 2019, I, I met a guy who, who was a resident back then. He was an intern at that time. Um, and he told me that he was already a doctor in Cuba for a decade. But then he went to medical school and... Uh, um, was an intern that that really shocked and surprised and all of the wolf for me 
and I had a huge respect and it was a very commendable thing that he did. And I never thought that I would be doing the same, but here I am. Also, at that time, I never thought of pursuing medical school again because I was riding high on on a belief that I will be a resident soon because I was applying for residency programs and whatnot. Well, that didn't pan out. Um, but I will be bringing this story up in later episodes because that has a very big influence and pumped in careers inside me to follow my dreams. And this is what I want to bring to people who are listening that follow your dreams, fight for your dreams. You have to work towards your dreams. There is a thing called second chance. Nobody will come and hand you over the second chance. But you have to fight for it. And if you fight for it, well, look at me. I got in and I'm I'm just an ordinary guy. And I'm sure you're much more than what I am. There is no point in giving up. I'm sure like that comes in our heads. Like it came to my head multiple times I thought of giving up. I won't lie to you, multiple times. But you have to fight against it. There is no point in giving up if you have a dream. You can achieve that. But you have to work for it. Also, if you know someone who's trying to get into medical school or already is in one, you know how difficult or how fast-paced that life is. So through this podcast, I just want to bring that into light that going to medical school is, is a mammoth task by itself and doing it for the second time, well, that's, that's an adventure in its own. And episode by episode, I'll try to pour my heart out. So since I had this wish to share my stories, uh, I even tried vlogging first and put into YouTube and those kind of stuff. So I shot a four minutes intro video, uh, edited it, put put music on it, uh, put a thumbnail on it. Oh, and with a ring light, okay? With a ring light, a famous ring light, everything. Um, and then I didn't post it though. Uh, so after a couple of months, uh, I thought of uh, posting it, and then I said, "Okay, let me check how it looks like." Let me tell you guys, it was one of the cringiest thing I have ever seen of myself. No, one of the cringiest things I have seen of anything till date. So I spared the horror of it for you guys. I mean, it was brutal. But I still wanted to share the stories. Uh, hence, hence this podcast, Med School 2.0. See, the thing is, everyone thinks they are the protagonist of their life, which I'm not against of, because I myself think that I am the protagonist of my life and you yours. What most of us don't realize is that everybody has their own struggles. When we look at others, they seem fine, happy, contented. 
But as they say, grass is always greener on the other side, right? But we have no idea what they're going through. The fights they're fighting within, against. And I just want that to come into light through the podcast and and develop a community uh, that believes in second chances, that believes in never giving up, that believes in their fight to get up after they've gone down multiple times, which I have, which I have gone down multiple times. So the first few episodes, uh, I just want to introduce myself and take you back uh, in the memory lane as in as in how I got into medical school for the first time, that is. Uh, so let me take you back to the year 2000, the year of Y2K, the year where computers were supposed to take over the world and whatnot. Uh, anyhow, I had just graduated from my high school in Chennai, India, uh, and then came back to Nepal. Mm. So when I came back, after I was done high school, I had no idea what to do next. I had no roadmap. I had no clue what I was going to do. Um, most of my friends were starting preparing for uh, engineering um, Entrance exams. Well, how, how things work back in Nepal, at, at least back at the time, was uh, for anything, for for engineering or for medicine, you have to prepare for entrance exams. You sit down for that exam. If you pass, you go to a medical school and you sit down for an interview. If you get the interview call, and then if you're selected, you get into it. Oh, well, that's the... I'm cut-shorting the, all the process and making it sound sweet and simple, but... That's the gist of it. So, uh, since I had no no clear uh, vision of what I wanted to do next, um, back in my head, subconsciously, I think, uh, there was a thing that my, my dad and his brothers once uh, tried for medical school and they did not get into one. I think that was back in my head and that's why I opted to go into preparing for a medical school entrance exam rather than with my friends who were you know doing the the engineering entrance test um so yeah i gave the exam passed it went for the interview and was selected into a medical school which is uh Kathmandu Medical College Teaching Hospital, which is an affiliated with uh, Kathmandu University. That was 2001. And this time it's 2021 when I got into NYITCOM, the New York Institute of Technology College of Orthopedic Medicine. 20 years. <laughs> Two decades later, I'm a medical student again. Wow, that's, that's a huge number. <laughs> Um, so back in Nepal in 2001, um, got into the medical school and after a few days of orientations and the first few days of uh, lectures, I was still lost. I had uh, no clue how to study, what to study. Well, what to study was in the lecture, but how to study, you know, all the process, I had no clue. I was, I was very... I had a blank, blank mind. 
so i think that affected my studying and by the end of the first year i failed in anatomy and biochemistry oh by the way my parents don't know this so if they're listening which i hope they're listening now you know <laughs> um so once my parents asked for my results for of my first year and since nobody from my family is a doctor or has even been into a medical field or a school or even remotely related to medical fields i just bluffed them by saying uh we will get results as a cumulative of first and second years and escape that wrath uh but after that as i as i as i had that conversation with them i sat down and then i thought long and hard about my choices and what i was doing with my life and then i realized if i don't become serious by then there's no point in going to a school i was thinking would i as a patient go to a doctor who has no clue what he's doing that that shook me up and then my priorities changed my priorities changed into studying and understanding the materials i i, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror when i think about it now retrospectively all those things shaped me uh, of what i am today though you know if if i had in my first pitfall if i had which i have many if i had given up at that time everything changed everything changed from from everything changed after that conversation so i graduated in 2006 and by 2007 i was working in hospitals as a medical officer and then hamps happened which is hospital for advanced medicine and surgery which at that time was a 50 bed hospital with 10 11 icu beds and by the end of my tenure at that hospital where i worked for 6 years i was one of the person who was responsible for everything inside the icu now the question might come as in if everything was well and good and if i was working as a doctor back in nepal why am i back into a medical school again for that let's go back to 2018 um by then i had given all the required usmle steps and passed it and then also i was working at different hospitals and with different doctors internists and what not gaining the uh, clinical experiences uh, here in the us and side by side i was also applying for residency and i, I was getting interviews but i was not getting matched and year by year the same process happened i would apply wouldn't match would be still working with the doctors didn't match so in 2018 as i was working as in sub intern at a hospital um after i didn't match uh, 
I had a conversation with a program director back then um, who basically told me that one of the main reasons that I was not getting matched was my year of graduation. And by that time, it would already be 13 years from the time of graduation. So my confidence level went down and also my mental well-being was shaken. My uh, my inner strength was shaken and I was ready to give up. I thought that nothing is working for me. What is the point on trying year after year when the end result is me not getting matched? At that time, people started um, questioning me, questioning my strengths, questioning everything I do. Also, they started uh, suggesting that, you know, if uh, if you can't be a doctor, why, why don't you go into nursing and why don't you go into physician assistant programs and whatnot? I, at that time, was ready to give up everything. Anything that's related medicine, I was, I was, I was ready to give up. I didn't want to do anything that is remotely related to medicine. It'll take multiple episodes, as in what I went through at that time. But I wanted to do something with my life. So I went to a public library and got myself a LSAT book. Yes, I thought I would go into law and start suing the programs. I don't know. I call it crazy, call it uh, a disheartened guy, call it my anger management way, but that was my plan. I was, I was, I think I was already uh, a week or two into studying for LSAT. And I have to bring up my wife here because she has supported me all the way through all the pitfalls that I had. So one day she comes and says that I'm not stopping you from doing what you want to do. If you want to be a lawyer and start studying for LSAT, go ahead. I'm not I'm not against it. I will support you whatnot. But think about it. Law school is four years. Medical school is four years. You have zero knowledge about law. You have if not all, at least some knowledge about medicine. What do you think 
would be the better option here. But I had my anger with me, so I no, continued LSAT. Um, but after like a few weeks, her words started ringing in my ear. And, and then the whole process of getting into medical school ignited inside me. Then I started looking for applying for medical school. What's the process and everything? And suddenly one night around like one, I remember that friend of mine. And then because it was too late, I didn't I didn't text him, but I couldn't sleep. And I've I've forgotten where he did his medical school and what was the process and everything. I just remember him saying, I did my medical school here and it was second time. So and the next morning uh I texted him and started, you know, asking him where was it and what was it and then he mentioned NYITCOM and the process and then after that I started um, looking at the school um, went into the school website and found a thing called EPP, which is Immigrant Physicians Program, which is basically a program made for doctors who, for some reason, uh, couldn't get into residency, were given a chance to go into uh, medical school again. And by the way, NYITCOM is the only school in the U.S. who has this program. So I started looking for the um, requirements. And then I applied and then got selected. The reason to bring this up is what a difference one year makes. If I have to think right now about my mental well-being one year back and after I started medical school, it's, it, can, it cannot be compared. I feel like I am in such a good and healthy headspace. Right now. Well, before I start speaking about similarities and differences of medical studying in in Nepal and, and in the U.S. or between my two medical schools, um, that has to be a separate episode. I know there are many friends out there who are in the same boat as I was in a couple of years back. But look at me. If I can do this and surviving this, you can too. As I said, I'm, I'm just an ordinary person and I made it till here. And I'm sure like you were much more than what I am. So there's no giving up. It's a new beginning when you start believing in you. Do not lose that hope. 
I always wonder what light at the end of the tunnel is. I see it now. It is there. I cannot thank you enough for coming and listening to me in my first podcast, first episode. So thank you, thank you, thank you. In the meantime, I would humbly request you to download the podcast, share with your friends and family, and write a review. Please do write a review and send me an email. Please let me know if I am able to at least start a spark of inspiration in you. Come back for the rest of the story. I will be having interviews as well uh, with the current students, doctors, all the students, traditional, non-traditional, EPPs, and many more. Please take care of yourselves, your family, and your surroundings. Bye for now. I will catch you in my next episode.